Make It Known. We're your hosts, Jossie and Tia. Yep. Hello there. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to decide if we should be like introducing ourselves every time or not, but yeah. I should know know our names. I don't think we did last time. No. Well, I don't know. We had we had Monica and Audrey on. Uh Uh-huh. And that was such a wonderful lovely time together. Wonderful time together. Yeah. And it looked like a lot of people really liked it too. Yeah. It's had a lot of what we can tell. Yeah. We stalking our own (laughs) website. We can see. (laughs) We know everybody who's listening. No. No, we don't. Actually, we don't. (laughs) Doesn't give us that information. We wish. (laughs) That would be really cool though. Yeah. We're thinking maybe a little lighter this week. Nothing against the last episode, obviously, (laughs) because it was awesome. It was amazing. We've been talking about a lot of serious things and Yeah, I mean we we like being serious, but we also like to laugh. Right. I mean, we went from miscarriage and fertility yeah. to anxiety and depression. So we need a yeah. little a little fun. But expectations are a big mm-hmm. one we just kind of wanted to talk about. But first, how was your weekend? <laughs> Mine was good. Um, on Friday, I went to the Bonnie Vare concert. Oh, yeah. At the Allstate Arena. I to ask you about that. It was so good. Yeah. Everybody who didn't go should be super jealous. Actually, we saw Monica Rohde there. Oh. Speak of the devil. Um, <laughs> and Phil. So, yeah, we like stalked them until they came and talked to us for a few minutes. Who was it that <laughs> Steve? We saw another uh, couple from our church, too. Oh, okay. Who was it that Steve took a picture with? Oh, that's uh, Zandy. The... Uh, I don't want to say sound guy. That's what I would call it. Okay. But I think he probably has like a more official title. Like Aww. I think it's like audio engineer or or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Don't want to get it wrong. Sounds good. Zandy did awesome. Uh, Steve has like a crush on him, I guess, kind of. Like he just thinks he's so awesome with doing yeah. the sound and all that right. that entails. And like the show – even though the Allstate Arena is like not awesome usually for sound, it was, he did such a great job. Mm-hmm. And I don't know all the ins and outs of that, but Steve's kind of like a geek with that stuff. Um, and he has been like following this guy. He's been to other concerts that Zandy's done. And, and so he decided to bring him a pound of coffee because oh, Zandy wow. really likes coffee, I guess. That's <laughs> and, nice. Um, we get stopped at the door because you're not allowed to bring coffee beans into a concert, what? apparently. Did you have them in your purse? Dude, I brought a small purse, so <laughs> I couldn't. You're like, it. I didn't have children with me. But <laughs> it worked out in my favor because I got to bring a water bottle in because yeah. I'm pregnant. They're like yeah. all these, you, you know, like all pregnant. these security cop guys or whatever. Yeah. And, um. One of them was like, whoa, 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 you can't take that. <laughs> I like held up my water. I'm like, can I bring this? You know, and then another guy stopped Did you him. point to your stomach? I mean, I didn't even have no, to. Because I mean, it, it was like, it's like a monstrosity right now. I mean, right. it's sticking out so far. You <laughs> cannot miss it. I felt like everybody was like staring at me in the Aww. show. too. But um, there were other pregnant people. But anyways, yeah. um, and there were 
was a lot of like weed smoking right in front of us. So that also oh, But anyway, was the baby the uh, kicking? <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm going to get high on accident from all these fumes. But they were like literally in the row in front of us. Yeah, no. Then one, uh, one of the other cops was like, oh, no, she's pregnant. She's good. You're good. And then yeah, don't mess with me. <laughs> the original guy was like, but how do I know that that's water in there? And then he's like, ah, oh, just kidding. You can oh, go. Geez. And so they just let me in with whatever I had. Um, Steve was not horrible. so fortunate with the coffee beans. So he had to leave them at the security stand. And then the guy, Zandy, had to, like, come out with his pass, you know, all okay. access pass or whatever. And he could bring them back. So, Aww. um. I don't even understand half of what they were talking about, but they had a great time and yeah. we got a picture. So it's one of those moments where you're like smiling and nodding. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we were joking after because Steve was super starstruck and like <laughs> Steve was like, Did I act weird? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You were fine, I think. You were you. I'm like, but I was normal for sure. So like I think he was like felt more comfortable that like I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> Um, but no, we had a fun time talking with him for a few minutes. And then, um, I mean, we spent $15 on a pack of Twizzlers and a Coke or like a diet no way. Coke or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, geez. 15. The, the diet was $10. What? Three refills though. Oh, okay. How many times did you refill it? No, we refilled it one time. And Steve was like, I don't even want this because it's got caffeine. So we just threw it out. <laughs> so, so basically, my Twizzlers were, yeah. you know, worth the five bucks, I guess. Right. Um, but yeah, no, the concert was awesome. So that was Friday. And then Saturday, I had my 15-year high school reunion. Whoa. Oh yeah. And my best friend from <laughs> high school threw the party. So that I had so to show funny. up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she but I mean she always does a great job with it. Yeah. Um blast from the past with a lot of people. How but how many it was people fun. were in your class? Because you went to a private Christian school. Right? Yeah. I think we had around 120 maybe. Oh, okay. Um oh something like that. Did I don't you know why I thought it was 12. Oh, I no. Thought. I thought it was, like, tiny. <laughs> well, like, the people who showed up, there were, like, 17 of us, I think, we counted. Okay. Um, But, no, that wasn't our time. That's, like, class. the size of my... Well, maybe I had 300. That might have been... I don't remember. Yeah. It That's was, cool. It was fun. It was fun to catch up with people, but... Yeah. I don't know. I'm I always kind of awkward. Do you still talk to high school friends? Some of them. Yeah, a few of them. But yeah. then some I haven't talked to since, like, five years ago when we did the 10-year, you know? So. Right. I was trying to remember all the things I know yeah. about people. <laughs> you just have to ask to be. I have maybe one friend from high school left, and she yeah. lives in California. But that's it. Yeah, I don't really. Talk you wouldn't to go to a reunion or anything. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> we had our tenth one, and I, I bailed. <laughs> Missed it. Yeah, <laughs> I got too nervous. I don't know. I just I don't know. Did you? What does your school even do for? Reunions. I mean, because I didn't go to any of like the formal events at the high school. I just went to this party. Yeah, they had like house. a party at a golf course. Okay, last year, and it was it would have been really fun, but I don't know. All of a sudden, all the all the memories from the past flooded, and I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. I can't see these people. It's so weird because it's like 
majority majority of them are married have children and it's like but then you still look at them as like yeah. 16 years old right. and i'm like so and you do have these like weird memories of some of them oh i had a horrible horrible high schools and and yeah it was terrible but someone you were dating no oh no Oh, uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> well, yeah, there was one. That but, too. <laughs> yeah, but it, at college was the just the best. Finally. Okay, so you would. Yeah, and you keep up with more people from college. Yeah. High school was a disaster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, on the other hand. Yeah. He keeps up with the oh high school my, friends. It's, it's like a fairy tale. It's yeah. like nobody stays as close. I've never seen anybody as close as this group of guys. Aww. They're all going to... Um, like a Bears game in November. Oh, wow. Like 15 of them. Like, wow. They're all still friends. It's That's amazing, actually. Are they nice to each other or do they pick on each other? Oh, the of whole course. Time? <laughs> I mean, they're all. So yeah. Some things never change. <laughs> but they're they're awesome. Like, it's really unique that they still have a friendship. Do you Anyways, know their wives? Uh, one of them I'm really, like, I, I'm really close with. But otherwise, I don't. They all still live in this – a lot of them live in the same town. Yeah. So they're all really close. But, I mean, John's the one I'm the closest with. Yeah. So it's like two different yeah. situations. But, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're different too. I think Steve would not – we were talking about it. He would not go to a mm-hmm. reunion necessarily. I mean, there's yeah. maybe a couple people he would want to see, but he just kind of like kept to himself more in high school. Now mm-hmm. he's like super social. But – yeah. I don't know. Something changed at some point. Yeah. Um, high school is hard. It's hard. I I loved high school, but it's still kind of weird going back, you know, to mm-hmm. like that group of people when you haven't, if you haven't kept up much mm-hmm. just because, yeah, like you said, you kind of see them still in that light. Yeah. And uh, some of that stuff just doesn't go. I just away. can't imagine seeing like people I dated. Right. Like you guys all still live in the same. <laughs> Well, area. yeah, I guess that's true. I don't run into people I dated. Yeah, that's true. a lot, but definitely there are those people. Like, well, for instance, like the guy I went to pro- senior prom with was there, but like, oh, yeah. we were always friends. You yeah. know, it was never like that. Yeah, um, it's like you're nine months pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Well, that was like everybody's comment to you know if they like didn't know what to say to me, they're like, "Hey, you're pregnant." And I'm like, yep. no, I'm not. <laughs> You know what, though, to be honest, (laughs) I actually kind of because of like my social anxiety that I have, it's Mm -hmm. like having this thing like that's so like obviously happening right now. It is kind of like good as a topic of conversation. It almost feels like a buffer for me. Like, I don't feel like I'm just going into a social situation by myself. It's almost like I have in a weird way. It's like, okay, well, if there's nothing else to talk about, Mm -hmm. of course, this is the obvious Mm -hmm. thing. Someone will bring it up or, you know. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But do you feel like people are still kind (laughs) of like, should I like, because sometimes when you see somebody (laughs) pregnant and you're like. I really think they're pregnant, yeah. but I I don't want to also like yeah. just assume. Is there any I have think, you have any of that? Yeah. I think like depending on pretty much now it's like Yeah, you're pregnant. It's obvious. But right. <laughs> certain outfits, like if I'm just wearing something that's flowy, I feel uh-huh. like people are more hesitant to say something. But mm-hmm. if it's more like fitted, yeah. It's 
very clear what's going on. I mean, I'm eight months, past eight months now, so. Yeah, you are. It's downhill for me. (laughs) Baby Anison's coming soon, Um, very soon. This is just a difficult period of time. The last end of, like, Yeah, like, I just feel like everything is hard right now. Like, I I can't catch my breath. I can't like <laughs> bend over that well. I can't Aww. really shave my legs that well. Um, <laughs> so like, I basically am like an invalid and I need help with all my t- normal activities of daily living. Um, you do so much. When you tell me the list of things you do during the day, you're, I'm amazed. You do yeah. more than I do. <laughs> I'm like, how do well, you have the energy? No, you're like, probably doing more than I do. Well, for a you're more efficient than me. Eight going months slowly. pregnant. <laughs> yeah, what you just told me you did today alone. Yeah, is like should be spread out in multiple. Yeah, ways. that's a problem I have because then by the end of the day I'm like so fatigued. But I guess that's something to do with expectations because you kind of expect mm-hmm. that you'll. I don't know. At least for like my previous pregnancy, I thought like they always said you'll get to this point where things get easier like in the second trimester and whatever and that actually did film like the expectation in my experience but this one it's like been totally different and just like yeah never got that much easier I guess so yeah the carpal tunnel the wrist braces at night I have like a visual (laughs) disturbance now I had to go to the eye doctor for and like my yeah my vision is like blurred I'm not really sure I'm having trouble, like, reading menus. Did they say anything about it? Yeah. I went to, like, the retina specialist, and he said, it's central serous retinopathy, which is, like, a thing, I guess, that can happen Mm -hmm. in pregnancy. That happened with Ollie? Uh, No. (laughs) None of this stuff did. That's why my vote's a girl. (laughs) Sucking the juice out of you. Like, if it's not a girl, then I definitely don't want to have a girl because if it could be any worse there's no way compared to Um, ollie's pregnancy which one's harder oh yeah this This one one? for sure Uh in every way um but yeah so i can't Mm -hmm. see that well i can't breathe that well are they telling you are they giving you glasses my hands that well no they told me like the first doctor i went to checked my eyesight to see like do you need lenses you know Mm -hmm. maybe you're just like haven't gone to the eye doctor and yeah however many years which is true because I never never go because I yeah like I've never had a problem 2020 um 2020 baby me too but and he was he confirmed like no you don't need lenses it's not like a a visual you know it's not a sight (laughs) anyways not a vision issue but the the specialist that I went to said that this can happen in pregnancy I guess that like I just have this like like my left eye has, um, I see like a, a, a circle of light. Like if I close my oh. right eye and then and also like it, it like blurs my vision. So anyways, putting on makeup is harder. So I just shouldn't do that anymore. So <laughs> everyone, if you see Jossie driving, <laughs> go the yeah, other maybe way. Avoid- I know. Well, and I I went to the eye doctor like I'd never go to the eye doctor and I went to this retina specialist and then they like did the dilation and everything, too. Uh And I've never. So I was like, 
is it safe to drive? Like, I don't should know. I be out in the world? <laughs> right. Like, I think people do drive home from those appointments usually. Right. I think Steve does, but anyways, it's oh, like down the street from my see, house. I've never anyways, done that. yeah, because like you can't see that well after. I mean, oh, <laughs> like, broadly word. you can see. Like I felt, I I felt like I was safe, but they just have Uber lined the up. The details outside. are not clear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what they should have. Um. So yeah. Anyways, expectations. Yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was amazing. So. It was our, well, you know this, but it was our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Friday, seven years. seven years, which is like, whoa, seven years of a lot. True bliss. Lot. <laughs> True bliss. <laughs> every day, every day again. Every day. Oh, that's not real life. But <laughs> I am married to my best friend, and that is really what matters. But, yeah. I liked your post. Friday, we, I know, I was like, really just going to keep it simple. Yeah, you know, it's I like, I feel like we just, I don't know. It's so easy to like trail off and write an essay. But <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Friday, we went apple picking in our favorite place. Um, what you, is it? Honey Hill. No. Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> Honey Hill Orchard. And okay. Okay, so we've been on this, like, you know, eating clean, but they have these apple cider donuts. We had mm. we had to. I mean, they're hot. Like, they are – they literally – you pick them up, and they just, they just like, crumble. They're so amazing. Um, <laughs> I should have brought some Yeah, you, you. should have. Thanks <laughs> for describing them so well. They're so – Not giving me Like, literally just sugars, like, <laughs> all over your hand. Um. That's you all to, I want right now. You have to go an there. Apple cider I need donut. to go get you some. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a ton. And then as the weekend went on, we were going to hand them out because we ended up buying a dozen. And and you eat two and you're like, okay, I'm going to be sick. And they're so bad for you. But we did apples <laughs> and it was fun. We just had we just needed to have fun. And then we went and did uh, this candle making thing in Geneva. Ooh. That was fun. But uh, <laughs> you just – you smell like so many different candles oh, yeah. that you're like, I don't know what I put in this candle. What do you put it's in called, them to make them it's called, scented? So there's like 100 candles that you pick – like you smell. Okay. And then you pick which ones and you write them down. And then you go to the like candle bar and oh. the employee shows you like <laughs> – this is what was so is it like essential oils that they put in them for the smell or uh, i don't know they're i mean yeah it's like a liquid okay anyways you just smell them all together and then you pick which ones you like together and so Hmm. it was really fun it was a fun experience we love candles how many candles did you end up with a candle just one they're expensive is it good like it I don't good. know. I haven't gone to pick it up oh. because we went out to dinner and then we got the call. Oh yeah, that my sister was in labor, which we've been waiting for. So we went to dinner and then we went to Indiana and mm. got to be a part of. I mean, I wasn't in the hospital, but um, did you guys like wait at your parents or mm-hmm. where'd you? Okay, we just hung out and so we took the donuts there. And my dad, had, thanks a lot. He. <laughs> Rowan. My dad really liked the donuts. 
Actually, we gave everyone a donut. I was like, them. <laughs> yeah, they're gone now. Um, but we got to be a part of Evelette's birth, and that was so cool. Um, I'm just so excited that she's Wait, here. Wait, did you explain? Yeah, that it's what? your niece. It's my niece. Okay. Yeah. Maybe so my, my older sister had her first baby, and I didn't get to be a part of Tyler's kids because he lives in Colorado. Mm. And so it was just like a really special time, and um, it was awesome. And mm. her labor was obviously, I mean, I don't think it's fun for anybody. No. But I think <laughs> it, it went as well as it can. Sure. And she, baby's healthy. She's healthy. They're home. Aww. And uh, my dad already nicknamed her Chipmunk, so she's she's got got little chunky cheeks. (laughs) Um, She's definitely an Andrews. So, and then Sunday was our anniversary, our actual anniversary, and it was just. Were you still there out at your parents that day? No, we came back for church. Oh yeah. yeah. um, Of course, we had to go watch the Bears game. Oh, because that's what Robbie. Okay. (laughs) Because. your anniversary after all i mean yeah of course (laughs) like you have to watch the bears on your anniversary (laughs) but robbie went and got us like jerseys are very expensive yeah he got us these jerseys they're from some company in china i don't know and knockoff jerseys (laughs) they're actually really nice really we both wore our jerseys (laughs) and it was cute and that is cute. Did you get a photo? I hope and so. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. You can wear them again, I guess, <laughs> now that you own you them. You can wear them again. Yeah, yeah. We have them for sure. It's my first Bears attire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, uh, but it was just a great, great weekend. And um, I don't know, for, for us, like, we're in this, like, a different season of our marriage and trying – I am trying to work on – like prioritizing him and not prioritizing work. And mm. just with certain things happening this year, like with work and stuff, I feel like I have a tendency to like obsess over mm. my work. And then I just like, I'm like a horse with blinders on. It's like, I don't think, I don't feel, I just like focus in on what I can control. Mm. And I've kind of, I've talked about that a lot. But we just like, I just realized it really, it really does affect mm-hmm. him and our marriage. And so I think there, there has been some stuff like that's happened with, with work um, recently that was just a lot of expectations that I sure. made were not met. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the last month I've been in this like, I just feel like I crumbled, you know, mm. just because I I believed things were going to be a certain way and things just didn't happen that way. Mm. But then you start to realize it's not really about what's happening on the surface. Like there's a lot that's happening like deeper within. Mm. And I was avoiding a lot of stuff like that Robbie and I needed to deal with. And um, so I, I don't know, I guess – I think this topic is important. I think expectations, it's such a broad topic. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to do with acknowledging, like, what what I've had to do is acknowledge, like, my expectations were this and so-and-so's were that. Then there's all of a sudden this, like, grief, this loss, like, mm. oh, wow, I don't know what to do with this. And I feel like I have to, like, put things together pretty quickly 
before I annoy people with my like sadness or something or mm-hmm. my like my loss. And I mean, honestly, counseling has really been helping me personally work mm-hmm. through that. Um, but I don't know. I guess I just kind of wanted to talk about like, what do we do with it? What do you, what do you do generally when like something isn't met or it'll never be met? And like, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that loss? And for me, I'm like walking out of that right now. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end, what I've realized lately is that I can't hop to another like project or job. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to focus in on what's really important right now and being still and like just being present with Mm -hmm. this moment. Like Pastor, our Pastor Will, he spoke yesterday on Corinthians and how like the gospel should be our center. And like, like, Mm -hmm. like if you're looking at a bike wheel, the gospel should be the center. And then all the, what are those things called that connect the wheel to the, like the, uh, the lines. It's like spokes. Spokes. Stokes. <laughs> the spatulers. <laughs> no. We Whatever. On the there. wheel. You know, on the wheel that it's like, okay, here's the wheel. It's a circle. And then it got if all the lines. See her, she's that, that shoot out. A really and then the then good the, picture. And then the big wheel. <laughs> what are they called? I want to draw. Like the bike. Spokes, right? The spokes. Okay, whatever. I actually have no idea. Anyways, so it's like. Someone's going to email us and correct. Oh my gosh, I know. (laughs) No, I hope someone emails us. Yeah, spokes. Okay, there's spokes. Okay. So like if gospel is the center, then we have marriage. You have finances. You have your friendships, money, whatever. I already said that. But (laughs) things that are important. But if you put your job as the center, you know, Mm. like that's not. You're not able to to stand on that. So it's like the gospel has to be the center of your life, mm-hmm. you know, to be – that's the only thing that you can stand on. And and truly, like, when you understand that, like, that should change you. But I feel like sometimes I don't – I just keep putting my work as, like, the center. Mm-hmm. And then when that falls apart, everything in my life falls apart. Mm-hmm. And I – so I put so much – on myself to like do everything perfectly with tall mm-hmm. pine and the flower shop and all these things. And so when something's not met, when that expectation's not met, it's like my world crumbles. Mm-hmm. And then it shows you, okay, what's what's the thing in the center? Mm-hmm. And so I've neglected our marriage for so long. Like I feel like the last six months I've really put like Robbie on the shelf mm-hmm. and having this like uproar with my job and and like business and stuff like I feel like now it's showing me like because my tendency is to run to the next thing that I can Mm. control Mm. and it's like I can't keep doing that Mm. like I cannot keep putting these materialistic things that I Mm. think I can control as the center so Robbie, it's and like I, you need to face the disappointment instead of jumping onto something to. else. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the thing with it's hard. With I'm learning that now, like this year, I'm turning thirty. Not that soon. I'm very excited January. to turn thirty. All my, it's like all my friends thirties in their thirties. <laughs> 
feel like a peewee. Um, but I feel like I've been looking back a lot at life and not forward. Mm. And because of just stuff we've we've been through and we've walked through and there's been a lot of sorrow and and I was actually talking to my dad about it this weekend like hmm. my dad's gonna be 59 this year oh my goodness he's so young he is but for him he's like you know I'm gonna be 59 and I was like dad what did you you know like how did you get through that and obviously we ended up talking about the Lord but um I just feel like I'm really trying to work towards being present like in in mm-hmm. the moment I yeah. guess instead of like I'm really learning that rule right now and in, in my life and trying to focus in on my marriage instead mm-hmm. of like because I can't always control my marriage and where it goes or how I how I want it to be mm-hmm. how I how I see and expect it to be and then Robbie has different expectations sure. as well and just learning how to meet each other in the middle. Yeah, I don't know, like, hmm. how you've kind of worked through some of those things, too. Like, even, I mean, you now you're having a baby. and um, hmm, yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, just on a smaller scale, I feel like most of our disagreements in our marriage are related to expectations that maybe yeah. weren't voiced. So I think that's something we've been trying to learn is you need to kind of like state what you expect or state what what is going like what you anticipate is going to happen that night. So the other person has a good expectation. But I mean, on a larger scale, I could think of so many things well, that yeah. we never would have expected, you know. Right. Um, well, the day to day. Just. Yeah. You know, obviously getting Ronnie was like. Not what we expected as far as parenthood. Totally. um, Even like the miscarriage, you know, like those things are just, it's like you, you're thinking about things one way and then things go the total opposite way. But there's always been like a grace in those things, you know, Mm -hmm. because I feel like, I don't know, not, not that you need like the hardship to like keep things interesting, but it's also like, I would never change our store, those stories, you know, Mm -hmm. like I would never obviously like not want Ronnie or you know like totally how much we learned and grew and like grew in our marriage through Mm -hmm. those things it's like I would just never trade them yeah um but look you know even thinking about like meeting at my reunion yeah it's like where did I think I was gonna be I probably thought like in high school when I graduated that I would be living overseas somewhere. Oh yeah. Like missions. doing missions. Mm-hmm. And not that that would never happen because we were definitely open to that and we've done a lot of traveling and stuff, but like we feel involved in yeah in like overseas missions, but it's just not where we're at right now. So I don't know. It's like crazy to think, mm-hmm. but I never honestly I was like the opposite. I never saw myself as like being like living in the suburbs and having kids right. and like yeah just being like an average joe like <laughs> you know what i mean though of like it was never like on my priority list to be like i'm just going to like 
make babies and do this and that, you know, I mean, right. I know that's just some, that's like some people's dream and it just never was, that was never really mine, but totally. I'm totally happy where we're at. And I like love my kids and I, you know, I'm like learning how to be a better mom and yeah. wife and nurse and all those things. I mean, but right. It just never really turns out like exactly like you're no. anticipating, you know, but I think some things can really like, take you in a spiral, you mm. know? And I think for me, there's been the infertility thing really mm-hmm. took me down like a, a dark place. Sure. And actually, Robbie and I were talking about it and it's been a year since we did a round and like we're feeling strong and like good and we were we're starting again, you know, and I we feel really excited about mm-hmm. it and you know, we got a new doctor and we need to talk about that doctor, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> we I love her. Um, and she's, she's she looks like Princess Jasmine. <laughs> she's absolutely beautiful. Um, but she knows follow her on Instagram. Yeah. If you're <laughs> she has link in bio. <laughs> no. Um, she knows a lot about PCOS, and yeah. that's been like really helpful to me and um for us. You know, marriage hasn't been what I expected it to Mm. be, nor did Robbie. Um, Eventually, Robbie and I will share our story uh, when we're ready. But, like, it didn't – it it hasn't been the way we thought it was going to go. But, um, like, I wrote him a letter yesterday for our anniversary. Obviously, I'm not going to share the whole thing. But kind of the summary of it was – there's been a lot of mistakes that have happened in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think one of the things he has felt is like, does she regret, you know, marrying mm-hmm. me? And I was like sitting, like, Robbie is so words of affirmation. And it's really hard for me to like give words of affirmation to him. And I, so I've, he, he got me this journal last year for my mm-hmm. birthday. And uh, her, maybe it was our last that. anniversary. Yeah. And so we're supposed to like write letters to each other in mm. it. So I wrote him and I was like, you know, if you think about it, if we, if you and I didn't go through what we've gone through as a couple, mm-hmm. like what we went through three years ago, I would have never started Tall Pine Pottery. Like mm. I would have never like had the guts to do half of the things I've done mm-hmm. because so- for some reason that like brought out an inner strength in me like I'm going to mm. do this and like I'm going to see where it goes and mm-hmm. just like him launching his album I feel like there's so many things that him and I would have never pushed each other to sure. do because of fear because of like what we think society thinks we should do and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like we're both artists and, you know, that doesn't, you know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> not a millionaire, <laughs> but like I, I love, yeah, one day, <laughs> one day. Um, I just feel like we live a really good life and we're not, we don't hate our jobs. Mm. We don't like hate our everyday. It's more of like an emotional thing that we work sure. through on the on the daily. But I'm really thankful that we've gone through what we've gone through because 
I feel like I can relate to a lot of people mm-hmm. for a lot of things. And oh, for sure. Or just I have – I mean, I've dealt with a hard heart. But I feel like there's certain areas where in my life I used to think there is no way people are capable of this, this, and this. And now mm. I don't – it's not like I think the worst in everybody, but I'm like we are all capable of really bad totally. things. So not a – Things just don't surprise me when I find out like, oh, so-and-so did this to their spouse or Mm -hmm. their kid did this. Or it's like, oh, well, that's just – it is human nature, you know, like – But you've also seen the other side of it, which is like there's redemption and all those things and like healing and – Yeah, and our story is that. Yeah. Like we've been able to have restoration. People do change and – Yeah. You know, because I feel like our society is always saying, well, people don't change, so – once this way, always this way kind of thing. And I I just don't buy that, you know? Cause no, I don't buy God it either. God does change people. Right. If you, if you come to the end of yourself, you can't mm-hmm. change. And I think that's for me lately is like I've been so obsessed with things I can't control, like, like my work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, that's not what this is all about. Like mm. this is – Life is way bigger than than this thing. And at the end of the day, like, I do want to pour my life in, into my marriage and, like, mm-hmm. and care for my marriage and and think of it as something that's so valuable. I, th- mm. I think that's one of the things that's easy to, like, not take seriously. Like, I, mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy just take it to. Take for granted kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're there. They'll be there in the morning. Mm. They'll, it's like. They might not, you know, mm-hmm. like, and especially robbing it and then the, you have to pour into it. Yeah. I mean, he, him getting in an accident a few weeks ago as well with his motorcycle. And like, there's just certain things in life where you're like, that could have been a different, mm-hmm. you know, story for totally. him. And those are just some of the things yeah. that I've, I've personally been trying to work through and like mm-hmm. take deep breaths a lot. For sure. <laughs> That's so good. I've been thinking about the same thing because I think I've been running a little on the anxious side lately. Yeah. Um, But just like enjoying like the current season and mm-hmm. being present and I don't know. It's been really hard for me, but I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to like soak up the time, you know, even just like knowing my life's about to change again, like soaking up the time with the boys and mm-hmm. – I had like a bad dream. When was it? Last week or something. And um and I knew that it was like God speaking to me. But um or like and like my fear coming out in the dream, you know, mm-hmm. how that can happen. And in my dream, I went to prison. I'm not really sure what it was for. I did I did do something, but you know, it was kind of like maybe a misunderstanding, but there was like no trial or anything. And <laughs> and there was no time frame for like how long I was gonna be there. I was just like stuck there. Oh man. And um, and like a lot of times in my dreams, I'm like not even married or, you know, like it's not like yeah. the current state of things. But in this one, it was like I'm married. I have my two children who are my actual two children. And like, um, anyways, it was like this feeling like I can't be there for my kids and they Mm. like don't understand and I can't make them understand because I'm just stuck here. 
Um, and like later in the dream, it was like they could they could like come visit me a little bit or like I had like an hour a day um, that I could be out of the prison. But then I like had to go back. So it was like it's just not enough. That's not enough mm-hmm. time for them like to know that I'm here or whatever. And then like, yeah, I think at the end they came to visit me. But again, it was like a short thing. And um, I remember them like sitting on my bed in prison and um, oh. anyways, I woke up and it was like this horrible feeling of and like I know where it came from because I'm thinking, well, I have this new baby coming yeah. who's going to be like sucking all my oh. attention and energy um, and, you know, like assuming everything goes well with nursing and everything. Like I would be responsible for feeding the child for however long a year at least or whatever, Um, you know, if that all works out. So, so kind of just feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm like losing my relationship with the boys. And like when I had my second, you know, when I had Oliver, Ronnie got super close to Steve And so, and Mm -hmm. I feel like he's always since then been super close to Steve and like, we have our moments too and we're close, but it's like, he's just always kind of like tended to be, yeah, Papa's boy. So, and then Ollie was kind of like more mama's boy, but now he's starting to like Mm -hmm. identify more with Steve too and want to do like boy things and all that. And I'm like a beached whale because I can't do anything. You're a beautiful beached whale. Mama, chase me. And I'm like, I can't. (laughs) Can you be the monster? Like, no, I I really, you don't want to see me running around the park. Trust me. Uh, No one wants to see this. Mama, run. All bouncing up and down. But um, (laughs) but anyways, so I think I can feel already, you know, like the, just that I'm, I'm not like able, I f- yeah. I'm feeling like I'm not able You're to fully limited. like be there, you know, be present with them and all that. So yeah. anyways, but I talked to my sister about it who interprets dreams and, and I told her like, I'm like pretty much, I already know this, what yeah, it means, yeah. but she had some good just insight for me and in saying, you know, I think God's showing you this so that you know that you can change it, you know, like you don't have to just be like a victim to mm-hmm. like this situation or, and you shouldn't be like welcoming this new baby with this, you know, hesitation or feeling like resentful towards the baby for taking you, yeah. taking something from you, like taking these relationships that you already have. Right. But like, this is a good chance for you to be intentional about spending that time with the boys that you, that you have right now. Yeah, and good. So we're back. We had some recording technical difficulties that cut me off right in the middle of my thought. <laughs> we're back uh, one week later. One week later and better than ever. And we're better ready. Than, we're fresh. <laughs> we had to get over our missed expectations. Yes. Recording. Oh my word. That's so true. Our expectations of the recording. Our expectation yeah. that it recorded the second half that we recorded. Oh my word, I didn't even think about that. So this is actually perfect. Yes. And we did go through a grieving process where we did not want to record for a little while. Yeah. Um, definitely not that night. It was too depressing. But um, anyway, so yeah, we thought we'd just jump back in. But mm-hmm. just to finish that thought, I think um, just God giving me that dream was not just 
to make me feel sad because I think that's how I take some dreams sometimes that are really sad. Like I've had right. super sad dreams in the past that I'm just like, it's almost like a foreshadowing of something that might happen in the future or will happen. And I just remember feeling like helpless, almost like this thing is coming and yeah. I can't stop it. I can't do anything about it. Right. Um, but in this case, yeah, my sister Shauna had reminded me that that maybe God's giving me this for a purpose and that mm -hmm. I can actually take action on it and make a plan for when the baby does come to kind of like separate that time out so that I am still taking time with the boys and that, you know, and that Steve's having a chance to bond with the baby too. Cause I think right. it's easy to just kind of separate roles like that. Cause it's simple. And definitely when we only had one, it was like the obvious thing is we have to divide and conquer because yep. neither of us wants to do both of them at the same time. Um, and that worked out, you know, for that time frame. But I think I'm thinking about things differently this time mm -hmm. and wanting to plan, plan it out a little more and just like making sure I'm taking the time for the, my kids, you know, right. which I think is super important. And it could be so, something simple. Um, when Ollie comes home from school, usually like on my days off, I'll just like sit and eat lunch with him. And we'll talk about his day at school. And <laughs> I feel like that's like meaningful time, oh, you know, yeah. that I could still carve out once the baby comes, you know. Um, so just things like that. Yeah. That kind of. Yeah. And I they're going to be so helpful, through. I think. <laughs> this is the, they're so excited <laughs> for baby to Ollie's come. like obsessed with my belly right now. So Whenever cute. he thinks of it, he's like, baby, baby, baby. And mm -hmm. he has to. Come see the baby and talk yep. to it. So <laughs> I'm just kind of excited for him not to be blowing raspberries on my belly anymore. <laughs> Maybe doing that to the baby when the baby comes. Because it gets a lot of spit on my belly. But anyways, <laughs> really gross. Um, <laughs> so moving Joy of, of children. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what else were we thinking with expectations? You had some, some ideas on... Because it's yeah. like easy to just feel the weight of like missed expectations mm -hmm. sometimes but yeah. then what do we do with that like right. I know so I had a situation um a few weeks ago that sent me like to like I wouldn't say rage but I was pretty angry and uh my mom is like really amazing at helping me like find peace and or she her question always to me is Tia like do you have peace in your life like where and mm. I'm like yeah that's, it's always a good reminder to me and so this one night I just like called her and I was like mom I don't I don't know what to do like I don't there I have lost all control of this situation and I just feel like there's nothing I can do. I have said everything I need to say to this person. And I just, I'm, I feel very helpless at this point. And I feel like my mom, like back in the day would have just like got defensive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people can do. They're like, they like become your cheerleader and then they're like, yeah, that person's wrong. Or yes, this is so sad. This was done to you or, or whatever. But sometimes I think it's good to have somebody in your life that's like, well, when's the last time you actually felt peace? And um, what caused you? What did she say? She's like, Tia, you need to write down what your expectations were for this situation mm. and um, 
and then write down why am I angry? And mm. so then I just I wrote after we got off the phone, I wrote all that down and it was like really it was really good for me to work through that specific especially like why am I angry and which led to you know the expectations that weren't met um caused the anger. I don't know. I thought those were some good tools. Like and maybe it's not anger for you, maybe it's anxiety or like maybe it's depression, maybe it's like you just or some people like they avoid with fun, you know? And so mm-hmm. there's different things like h- how you fill that void of that like loss when your mm-hmm. expectations aren't met. And so the biggest thing for me was there's no peace in my life right mm. now. Like I I'm so anxious. I'm I'm so driven by anger and I had to get back to that point and it's like okay, this is not the end all. Like mm. <laughs> our counselor told me that um you know, this isn't the end of the season. This isn't the end all. You know, you you mm. can walk away. This can be different for you. Um, and, but I was so wrapped up in this part of my world and it's like, kind of like what I talked about earlier. Um, like when you consume yourself with, with that specific thing and then Mm -hmm. it's a big letdown or maybe, maybe you don't like it. I mean, you just thought it was going to go a certain way, but I think the best thing to do is kind of like uh, what I've learned myself is kind of like backpedal a little bit and see how you got there. Mm, and <laughs> like when I when I did that, I realized, oh, I got here because I just it was my idea and I went mm. 100 miles per hour and I put my blinders on and mm. I didn't ask the Lord. I didn't pray. I just did what I wanted. And that's mm. why I ended up in this place. But that could be a different thing for anybody, you know, like it could it could be anything that you, mm-hmm. that didn't go your way. But I think for me, it's been like working backwards to see how how these expectations got, yeah. I don't know, lost or unfulfilled or whatever. Right. That's really good. So, so kind of just taking the time to like actually reflect yeah. On how you got to where you are. I think instead of just if it consumes you. Mm. Like if it's something you can't get over. Mm-hmm. Like this is something like I could could not and still working through getting over. Like I mean, obviously mm-hmm. like you you know, you run into someone's back of their car or yeah. you know, you trip on the sidewalk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, those things aren't gonna affect your life, you know, in a in a big way. But it's like I I think decisions that we make that wind up, you know, leaving us like regretful. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's nice really ones. good. Yeah, totally. When it's something that you can't let go of, I'm trying yeah. to think of like a specific example for me, but I totally know that feeling of like I know that things aren't going that way now. Mm-hmm. Like something's changed, mm-hmm. so my expectations not being met. But I I just want to like hold on to it still. And I'm like, I'm not willing to let go of it still. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm going to place blame on somebody around me. Right. Usually Steve. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. (laughs) That's what husbands are for, right? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, You know, so I think reflecting is a huge part of like 
figuring out where you got there. But then how do you move on? I guess like, do you just have to decide to like change the expectation or do you do you let yourself kind of like mourn and grieve the loss? Totally. You know, because I think that's part of it. You have to, to I, like acknowledge, not just like, all mm-hmm. right, well, it's different. I'm going to move on because it's not you're not really getting yeah. to like the root of your feelings in that way, you know? Well, and I think, you know, I get I'm like, oh, I got to like fix me before anybody gets annoyed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I'm grieving mm-hmm. and I'm not going to grieve forever. But this time, like. I don't know, week, two weeks, I don't know. Yeah. I'm grieving this, but I think it, it's okay to, but I mm-hmm. also think boundaries are a really good thing. If it's something like relational or yeah. if you if you need to like put up boundaries with certain people or like things, like maybe uh-huh. it's, um, you know, you drink a lot or you watch TV a lot, like, Mm. or you eat a lot. Like Mm -hmm. if it's things that you're filling that void with, that's where like, you got to put up that boundary. Like, right. And that's really hard to do it. I mean, I don't think there's a, it's kind of like, it took me a little while to like get out of the fog. And uh, now I see, you know, I want to do things that are healthy for me and Mm -hmm. not like that take me back to that place of anger. So yeah. whatever bre- whatever makes me tick and whatever like brings that anxiety and anger, that's what I am actually putting boundaries up with. Mm. And because I don't want to go back to that place and I don't want it to rule my life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard because, you know, you might offend people. Um, right. But at the end of the day, you're the one dealing with you. They aren't really dealing with the emotional or mental like – Thing you're processing in your head yeah is, for me it's like this constant voice of mm. do better do better do better well I can't because I'm in a bad situation right <laughs> you know? yeah so I gotta leave peace yeah peace out peace out <laughs> well and I think that's yeah that's good to know like when you need to move on to yeah if it's something like that where you do have like an option of kind of like getting out of a bad situation yeah. or whatever yeah if you do that's true. Some it, people are stuck in really awful jobs. Yeah. What did they do? I don't <laughs> apply for Stick something Stick it out. Else. No, just kidding. Honestly, I say go for your dreams. Yeah. People get afraid because they're like, I got this bills and this bills. And I say, you know what? You only live once. YOLO. <laughs> do not say that on our podcast. <laughs> Take it back. No YOLO. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. You only live once. You so only live once. Follow God's best for you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, well take back that phrase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what could you <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like the biggest thing that comes to my mind is always like the Ronnie situation. And I mm-hmm. feel like it took a long, long time to get over, you know, the and feeling like when I got to the point where I I didn't feel like something was being like taken from me mm. by me having him. Mm-hmm. That was like a long process for me to not feel like that bitterness towards his biological mom at like change, you know, like changing the trajectory of my life. Oh, totally. In such a huge way, you know, and and me feeling like, well, I'll never get that first that feeling of like having seeing your first child be born or something like that, you know, where it's like, 
and I didn't get to like choose when or I don't know, things like that where it felt like something was stolen from me. I didn't get that like mm-hmm. initial baby shower and and so I did true. get one later with Ollie, which was awesome yeah, that Tia did. threw for me. I don't know. I think like love has something to do with it. Like when mm-hmm. maybe like the the people become the more important thing than like the expectation of a situation, if that makes yeah. sense. Like yeah. when my love for Ronnie grew to be so great as like he is my son. It right. was like, of course, I would never change. Like, this is not what I expected, but also I can be grateful for it, mm-hmm. you know, because of the amazing, you know, love that's come out of it and and relationship. So totally. maybe I think that's a big one for me is like I expect things out of a situation mm-hmm. and I can like fixate on that and yeah. feel like it's a good word this for is, it. fixate on it. Yeah. Right. That's what you were describing mm-hmm. though too. Um, where I'm like, I just don't see myself moving past this, you know, and yeah. then I'm angry at everyone around me. I want to just push through. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. I want to fix whatever went wrong that took away the expectation or whatever. And it's like, right. there's no going back. Kind of like you had said, just like seeing the good that's come mm-hmm. from it and, and like being able to have a heart of gratitude for God for like using those things and being able to, to move on into even more things. And, and, I also feel like in some ways we have to just hold expectations loosely in our walk with the Lord because we just don't know what he has for us. And it's kind of like an arrogant thing to feel like our ideas for how life should go are really the best when Mm -hmm. we obviously know he knows way better than we do. And he sees so much more than we do. And the effects of everything on everybody around us. Mm, but I think we just dominoes. get it in our, yeah, we get it, get something in our head. And yep. No, that's good. I feel like any, any trial that we've, that you and I or anybody has been through, like that's what makes you as a person. If, if you don't go through these things, if you don't like your expectations get shaken or whatever, Like, you can't grow as a person. Like, Mm -hmm. there are so many things that I personally have – that I have faced that have made me a stronger human being, you know, and and brave and be able to do things I would have never done. And honestly, this podcast probably would never even be going if we haven't gone through what we've gone through. I mean, that's really – Nothing nothing to talk about. (laughs) Well, this is really the whole point is like – you know, we're being vulnerable with hardships we've had in our lives, and um, that's what makes us who we are. Right. And and I believe, you know, the Lord allows all this to happen for mm-hmm. us to become who He created us to be, you know? And mm-hmm. He, it's almost like if you go through this, you're going to see another part of yourself that I created in you. Like, mm-hmm. and you had to go through this because you would have never— experience the beauty that I I have locked like it's locked away in us because mm. of our fears and our insecurities and all these things that keep us from our true selves of what God created us to be and then when these like sad things happen we're like why mm. or or some we lose somebody or and it's like that I still don't understand but like it does it does something to our souls mm-hmm. it does something to us as individuals like it makes us more relatable and more soft-hearted mm-hmm. and 
obviously I've grown through, gone through many seasons of having a hard heart and stuff and, but it's like taken that to mm. become soft again. And, mm-hmm. um, and there'll probably be another season mm-hmm. where I'm hard hearted. But, um, I was thinking about this the other day and how, like, what if we just, what if we actually lived our lives trusting God completely? Like, what would Mm -hmm. that even look like if Mm. I just gave it all up? And I even thought this about my marriage. What if I, what if I just let go of every single fear I have Mm. of my marriage, of my you know, my insecurities with Robbie, like what would my marriage look like? Mm. What would my relationship with God look like? And how free we would all be. Mm -hmm. But because of these things, these lies that we tell ourselves or these fears and or like feeling let down at times, you know, just sorrow. Yeah. Having a grieved Mm -hmm. heart. Like and I'm not saying this to be like, oh, everyone should be happy and like (laughs) we're all just fine. But that's not it. I just think what if we did like dare ourselves to mm-hmm. trust God every day? And what does that even look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I really think we would see beautiful things that like, mm. because most of the time I feel like I have these blinders on where I just can't see uh, the good. I just mm-hmm. don't see a lot of good in the world anymore. Mm. And, and that's kind of like, I don't want to always look at life that way. You know, I, I think, it's good to be like realistic, but also there should be joy, you know, mm-hmm. in in seasons, even if they're like really, really horrible. And I don't know. That's something I just thought of the other day because I've just been struggling with these questions and like about God and my relationship with God has been so like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> it's been my, that's what it's been. And just to think like, I, that I desire to be close to him mm. and all of these things that I think my life should be can just blow up at any second. Mm-hmm. I mean, at any second I could lose everything and who am I, you know, and who is God? So, yeah. And I think that's the point though. It's like at any given moment you could lose everything, but like, so do we choose to just live in fear of that because that's usually my choice is that I'm just I'm like trying to avoid any pain or suffering I'm trying to avoid anybody Mm, getting hurt or losing anybody or anything bad you don't want to feel it yeah um instead of seeing the world you know like more of an optimistic way but it's not even optimism I mean some people are wired towards optimism it's like if we know that our God is good yeah and and just trust him with our days with our people that we love and and all those things it's not that nothing bad's going to happen but at least we know that he's got a plan and that mm-hmm. his way is going to be the best way and that he's going to be there through it all right choosing to be joyful is yeah that's so good cuz oh but it's so hard it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard the older you get it's like Oh, what is left? Right. Like you, you were know? saying, like you just, you do see the world, like mm-hmm. you see the bad things all around mm-hmm. you and you think, mm-hmm. well, I can't really avoid it. Yeah. It's just like life in some ways gets more and more painful. But then it I does. do feel like the more you walk with the Lord and like practice, like put into practice trusting him mm-hmm. and putting your faith in him, like he shows up again and again 
and you do experience that joy mm, yeah more and more it feels like years since i've like felt real joy with the lord and i think like last weekend when talia had her baby i just i don't know this like i mean i just felt so much joy for the mm. first time in a while and i was so proud of my sister and like <laughs> like giving birth is not easy and mm. like i just to be there in the i wasn't in the room with her but like afterwards i just one i just held her face and i'm like i'm just so proud of you and then i like went to hold evela and it's like oh my goodness like this little baby is here mm. like this battle that my sister just went through like within her own body mm-hmm. you know <laughs> she was like i had to go to a dark place you know oh. it's like i don't know what that means but like <laughs> um you know we've you know, now since then we've like laughed about stuff but And it was just, like, a really beautiful moment that Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten to share. Like, well, obviously, my brother didn't have a baby. So, but, like, that was a moment between my sister and I that really brought me, like, real joy. And I'm like, that was just such a beautiful moment in Mm -hmm. life. I will never forget that moment, Mm -hmm. you know, that I I got to just be there and, like, be there for her. And I think it's those little things— big things that just kind of allow us to just sit and be like, I'm so grateful for this life, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I'm grateful to be here. And I think it's those times of just thanking the Lord, like you said earlier, and just being thankful and grateful for the, for the little things, even like you getting to have lunch with Ollie, like that's Mm -hmm. such a simple thing. Yeah. But it's a beautiful thing that you get to do with your son. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's between you and him and Mm -hmm. you'll have that your whole lives together, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's. Yeah, Ollie, you hear that? You have to eat lunch with me every day, our whole life. (laughs) Your whole entire life. (laughs) Come home to mommy. (laughs) No, he's like married. He's like 45. (laughs) I'll be like, go away, Ollie. (laughs) It's like that book. Did you ever read that book? Um, Oh, what is no, it called? I'll love you forever or something no. like that. But the like, mom like follows the kid through life. <laughs> like she literally goes across town when he gets older and she rocks him. What? <laughs> to sleep. It's so is this weird. A children's book? Yes. And it's like a favorite of people's. And I literally, weird. I feel like it's so weird at the end of the book. Talk Spoiler about alert. Boundaries. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He goes to her and rocks her. Uh-uh. She's like old. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, she's like really old uh-uh. and like dying. But so or something. I I mean, I don't know if she's dying. <laughs> I don't think it specifies what her health condition. How was her relationship with her husband? That's what I want to know. <laughs> literally, who gave us? Yeah, exactly. This it's is what like, I'm wondering. I'm like, she's trying they- to be married to her son. <laughs> oh, but I think. Oh, I think the very end is he goes into his daughter and does it, or oh. like rocks his daughter, or something like that. Anyway, so sweet. still weird, but. <laughs> Anyways, What's where it are we? I want to read it. It's upstairs. I mean, I could grab it off oh, the boys. Oh, you have book. it. I have it. I did not buy it. So I bought it for us. It's like a classic children's book. I bought it book. for I'm you. Not it was me. You didn't read it then. No. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. No, but um, I didn't give it to you. No, it is. I think. I think like also to be 
in those moments, I'm, I apologize. I'm like so short of breath. <laughs> this baby's like okay. pushing out Girlfriend, me. you just ran a marathon. <sighs> but um, I just think like to be present in those moments, you have to stop. And like you, you were saying, like doing the reflection, yep. thinking back, like even just, and I know I keep mentioning the Sabbath, you should yep. probably. I <laughs> need to do it. Everybody should. But we went like on Saturday, we went to the zoo and like that. I mean, there are more restful things probably mm-hmm. to do with two kids, but it was like phones off Well, Steve had his for pictures, but I had my, I didn't even have my phone with me at all. And I was just like so present in the moment having, Aww. besides being exhausted from the walking, <laughs> um, <laughs> short of breath again. Mama, um, chase me. Yeah, right. <laughs> No. no. Mama, can you hold me up? No, higher. I'm like, I no, I can't. Um, <laughs> but anyways, you know, and at, at the end, it's like we stopped at the store. The boys were both sleeping in the car. So I just sat in the car and Steve went into the store. It took a little longer than he anticipated. And I just was like, I had such like a wonderful moment with the Lord, like no mm. epiphanies or anything. It was just kind of like. It was a beautiful day. I had the window rolled down. Like the breeze was hitting me. The sun was like shining right down on me. And I was just like, this is such a wonderful moment. But like, usually I would miss it because I would be like. On your phone. I'm on my phone or I should should get my book out while I'm waiting for five minutes, you know. But it's like, I don't know. So Steve came back. He's like, I'm so sorry. That took way long. And I'm like, I'm totally fine. You know, which is not usually how I am. I probably would be like, really? How long? But. Sometimes you just have to, you have to actually stop to experience mm-hmm. those, yeah. those moments and to, yeah. to like be there. You well, miss it otherwise. Totally. I mean, that's uh, as a one on the Enneagram, it's like, I don't know how to rest. And mm. I think be, I, I really believe what the Lord is teaching me right now is he's guiding me through this process I'm in and he's showing me like, you, you have to relax. Like you have to like be still mm-hmm. and it's really hard for me. Oh, my word. I mean, I just, it's extremely hard. But I feel like even this weekend, too, like, Robbie and I had such a good Saturday together. And mm. um, we had a big fight on Friday. So <laughs> <laughs> I will not put that All's fight right on in the, the air. world now. Yeah. <laughs> All's right in the world now. Um, and we just had the best day on Saturday. Mm. Like, and... Uh, Geneva is like our town to hang yeah. out in. Um, it's just the cutest little town. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it was a beautiful day, like like you said, and it was just good. Like there wasn't there wasn't a plan, you know. It was just we're we're just here and we're hanging out and yeah, and it so was just nice. good. I th- I think that's what you have to like when mm-hmm. life just gets crazy. It's like you need at least one day where you don't have a plan mm-hmm. at all. Yep. You know. It's it's good for the soul to so not good. have structure. Yeah, I totally so. agree. And it's hard. It's hard because yeah, so many things are like pulling at our time, and mm-hmm. so many things to schedule. I'm such like a scheduler. It's like, oh yeah, just get it on the calendar, and we'll just totally. do everything, you know. But yeah, to have and this Saturday was like that for us too. It was like the first time we literally had. Nothing on the, you know, because yeah. even for our like quote unquote Sabbath, it's like we still have to be at this place at this time, but like we'll kind of like not look at our phones today, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes we're not so great about following through with that, but um, yeah, it's just so refreshing, even after the walk around the zoo. <laughs> like 
is, four that hours. zoo is pretty good, though. It's huge. It is huge. I told Steve to stop walking so fast. Oh, you need <laughs> a like, little segue. I keep up. I don't. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> like I need you to grab me a wheelchair. Try real to catch quick. me, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's on a Segway. <laughs> Want to ride? Every pregnant woman should have a little segue. <laughs> no, but it's like be good dangerous. for me to be walking, obviously. But yeah. yeah, it's just it's slower, a lot more waddling than yeah usual. But well, anyways, you're a beautiful pregnant. <laughs> you're so sweet. It's um, only a matter of time until this baby. Yeah, meets the world. Or f- three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Minus one day. Wow. She anytime I, now, really. I said she. That's my guess, people. She. We all know your guess. Um, is due on Robbie's birthday, right? Uh huh. Just saying. I, I'm really hoping this time. <laughs> well, Nan Dirks was due on November third so too, so and close. Sammy came on November second. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, that's okay. He has his own day. Yeah, that's important. That's really good. <laughs> that's how I felt about Evelette. Like, she was born on October 5th. And my mom's like, oh, she could have been on your anniversary. I was like, yeah, but now she has her own day. And yeah. so do we. we so. Can just, yeah. And more importantly, <laughs> Not, so do we. <laughs> we don't have to share our anniversary with her because she will trump right, yeah. every anniversary yeah, right, now. Right, right. And that's okay with me. Sweet girl. Sweet little chipmunk she is. <laughs> well. So, this right. is already a long episode because it's, it's actually two weeks long. Really, it's two weeks long, and we we really did a number on those uh, weekend recaps last. Time. So, yeah. <laughs> it was a little long. We spared no time on those. You know what we we did, and the last episode that didn't record on no one sent us questions. Oh yeah, I remember that we were guilt tripping everybody. So I guess we're kind of late. <laughs> If anybody has any questions or things that you would want brought up on the podcast, yeah. please um, let us know. Do share with us. But we do have some um, exciting guests coming up soon. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave you on the edge of your seat with that. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not telling you anything no, else. Just no details. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Thanks so much. All right. Have a good week. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and click subscribe.